and welcome back to Noah's Window. Today we're going to go back to the book of Psalms. And this particular Psalm, Psalm 51, is the Psalm of David. And that's a particular situation. You want to talk about that for a minute? Well, David is committed to an unspeakable sin. Or you could almost say he's committed an unspeakable cluster of sins. Mm -hmm. This is when he had the uh, affair with Bathsheba, uh, tried to cover it up. And when he couldn't cover it up, he set a situation up so that Bathsheba's husband would be killed. I mean, in effect, David's responsible for his murder. And then David married Bathsheba. Bathsheba's pregnant, of course, with David's child. And David feels like he's gotten by with it, but he hasn't gotten by with it. And now he is confessing his sin, the, the hugeness, the darkness, the evil nature of his sin is right before him and he's in the process of getting right with God. So all of Psalm 51 is David's penitent confession to the Lord. So you'll want to get your Bible and, and pull out Psalm 51 and read the whole thing because it's a fairly long psalm, but that is the story. So I want to kind of focus in on one particular verse that a lot of us I think are, are familiar with, especially the first part, but I kind of want to camp out a little bit on the second part, but verse, um, verse 12 says, and this is David talking, He's talking to God. It's a prayer. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And here's the second part. And make me willing to obey you. I was really intrigued with that phrase, make me willing. You know, we've long since looked at Psalm 51 because it's, it's, it is a long psalm. David is going over why his sin happened, what it was, and what he's asking God for. I really get a sense that when we go to the second part of that verse that David is doing a little bit of a post-mortem on how he got there. Mm. Because he says, make me willing to obey you. It indicates that perhaps in the past, David had a battle with himself about obeying God. And there were times evidently when he obeyed God, but it wasn't his will. Mm. And then he realized he got into a situation where he was in full-blown rebellion. And I think he came to understand that it was those little rebellions that don't seem to lead anywhere that ultimately turn out to be the rebellions that lead to the big rebellions. I mean, when, when we look at David's sin, it's a catastrophic sin. I did a series called The Thing back in 2014, mm -hmm. and it's built on the last verse of 2 Samuel chapter 11, where David thinks he's got his sin covered up. The Bible says, but the thing that David did displeased the Lord. That's where I got the idea for the series from those words. Well, David recognizes now that he has committed this awful sin that has the power and will indeed impact the rest of his life. And I think he's saying there were little things that led up to the big things. And he is asking that in the future that he not obey God rebelliously but that he obey God with his full heart to obey God. And, and, and that, and as you point out, that, that's, that's a big discussion that requires a lot of time to talk about. But still, I, I do love David's prayer when he says, Lord, I, I, don't, I don't want this to happen again. I don't want the wrong attitudes in my heart that led to this to still be there inside of me. I think this is why on another occasion, David would say, search me and try me and see if there's any secret mm -hmm. thing in me. Well, I think we can all find a little common ground here with David because yeah. I think we all fight our depravity and we all get frustrated with our own selves and fighting that rebellion against God. And just like David, we want to compartmentalize or make excuses or obfuscate things you know, that, that are, are, are going on in our life. And I think I know this. I know if we go before God and, and ask God to mm -hmm. 
make us willing to obey. He's going to work in our life. Well, this is in the Bible. The Holy mm -hmm. Spirit inspired it. So for David to pray, make me willing to obey you, must mean that that prayer is heard in heaven. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something about the heart of someone who would say, make me willing to obey you, that indicates willingness. Right. At least it's, it indicates a willingness to ask God to make us willing. You know. And we know that the blessings come from the obedience. Mm -hmm. and, and in this culture we're in today, this is so opposite our culture right now. Obeying God is not something people talk about in the culture. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's going the opposite way from God. And so I think this is something we can all have in common with David. I, I really do think there's a cautionary note in this for all of us. And that cautionary note is, be careful about doing the right thing grudgingly. Mm because it's still right to do the right thing. It always is right to do the right thing. But I think it, it should be a warning light on our dashboard when we notice that we're doing the right thing, but against our, uh, grudgingly. In other words, I'm still going to church, but I really don't want to. Still reading my Bible, but I really don't want to. Now, I, I know we have a battle with the flesh. I, right. I, I get that, and I, that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm saying, when we get to a place of spiritual coldness, and we find ourselves still obeying God, but doing it more out of habit or against our will, we're in the danger zone. And to me, that's what David's talking about here. Right, and I, and I think if you look at the first part of the verse, the one thing he was missing that he was feeling the hurt from was absence of joy. Mm -hmm. And and of course, there the, when we think about obeying God, there's so many ways that we obey God, but we know the most important ways that we obey God is our relationship to Him and our relationship to other people. And in our culture that's so uh, immersed in hate just loving others is a great obedience I mean there's there's just things that we are dealing with every day that I think we can all relate to yeah being obedient to the Lord well I know when I was a kid my dad would give me chores to do around the house and and I would be doing them I mean it might be outside it might be inside and I'd be going about the chore and doing it but I really wouldn't want to do it you know and my dad would read that and he would stop me and he would say Mark put your heart into it, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I, I, I can't always say I enjoyed hearing him say that, but it was his way of saying, Mark, you got to decide whether you are going to want to do this or not want to do it and do it grudgingly. Well, whatever it is that you're facing in your life today, and, and I know Mark and I have challenges too, but whatever God is leading us to do, that he's, he's given us a challenge before us that we need to, as we're living our Christian life, we want to be asking God to help us to be obedient and yeah. with our heart. And and that's going to bring joy with it. So I hope that's a, a little encouragement to you today, whatever is going on in your life. Yeah. You got anything else to add to that? Well, I just love what you said at the end, you know, mm -hmm. what you just said. To me, that's, that's, where this, that's where this whole discussion lands, really. Mm -hmm. Well, I know one thing. I know our God is, is going to be listening if we're going to go to Him and say, Lord, yeah. would you make me willing to obey? Yeah. Well, like you just said, willing obedience mm -hmm. leads to joy. That's right. That's good. That's huge. I love that. Well, on that thought today, Mark, would you leave us in a word of prayer? Father, how, if David would need to pray this prayer, how much more would we need to pray it? And Lord, we recognize that our, our human hearts, our old nature pushes back against obeying you. And Lord, we want to obey you from the heart. And like David prayed, we ask that you would make us willing to obey you so that we may experience your joy. We thank you and praise you for this wonderful scripture. And Father, I pray that we might also recognize that if you can forgive David for this sin, you can forgive us. And so anyone today who is carrying guilt or, or shame or remorse, we pray that 
that man, that woman would come before you and like David did, lay their sin before you and walk away knowing that they are forgiven and set free in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. I hope that's been a blessing to you. We'll look forward to seeing you here again tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.